Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Capital Peter can't get to it. And now it's Cromwell the point. Gardner's got it. Shoots. Scores! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and what better way than to listen to John Tavares uh, remind the Detroit Red Wings why they are near the bottom of the standings, even though it didn't, didn't look exactly like that. Um, wow. Uh, Jake Austin, I I don't know what to make of that game. Uh, obviously, the Leafs just turned a, a switch and just ran with it, but uh, I want to get your, your, your reaction of it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just so frustrating watching a team that basically the entire time they're just trying to hang on. It's like, it's like when you guys watch European soccer, it's like when you watch like Man City play like fucking Burnley. Burnley's like, our only chance is basically to put 11 people behind the ball and hope to get a tie or luck away to get a goal. And that's basically Detroit. Like they're just... They're playing the fucking trap. They just clog the they clog the middle of the ice. It's just so annoying. So it was. I just loved that we came back and won because there's it's just so annoying to watch play. They remind yeah. me of Guy Boucher. <laughs> They're not running the one three one though. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Um, I mean, the Leafs sort of did themselves in in a way. I mean. You can blame Garrett Sparks all you want. How many of those goals can you really put on him alone? The third one was awful. The one that where the kid scored his first goal that was going like six miles an hour. Not great. The first Not goal is Gardner no look muffin through the middle of the ice, and Zaitsev might have tipped it in. I haven't really seen the replay. All the other goals are just they happen. Their bodies in front, and it's going to happen. Whatever. Um, the defense wasn't great tonight. Justin Hall was all over the place. Jake Gardner and Nikita Zaitsev were a mess. Uh, Morgan Riley looked good, so there's that. Morgan Riley looks good pretty much every time he's on the ice, though, so it's hard to really do that. Um, but the Leafs also, halfway through the second period, only had seven shots on goal against Jonathan Bernier, and that's just not good enough. Like This team looked like they were either got too much of the eggnog in them before the game or they were already on Christmas vacation. I, I don't know what they were doing through the first half. First 30 seconds was great. And then after that, 
a lot of people wanted to blame the referees. I mean, you got to work through that. It's you, you can't. They hang were horrific tonight. The refs were not good, but the, Le- the Leafs can't just say, "Oh, the refs screwed us." The refs don't screw you for a full sixty minutes. You got to work through it. Well, they might. <laughs> they they were horrific today. Well, one person who was not horrific, and that was John Tavares. Tavares, Tavares. I'm I'm youth. I've heard it so many different ways. I just no point. Um, but um, imagine if in overtime. That play by Marner where he went between the legs to set up Tavares and he almost buried it. Like, th- like the roof would have collapsed, I think. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you, you, you all saw that move, right? Yeah, the one where he went between his legs to Tavares and Tavares. I thought he scored. I, I, I thought, thought he scored so, that. I thought that was And then I it's thought. like, oh, he hit the crossbar. Um, When I was watching, I went. Like, I have a TV down in my basement here. But then I went upstairs because my dad was watching the game. So I watched with him for a sec. I was on the phone with my grandparents, and I kind of just zoned them out when I saw Mitch throw that pass. So I was like, <laughs> I was oh, like, my that God. That was just ridiculous. Do that yeah. How many just, points does he have? He's got, what, 52 or something? Uh, what was that? Who? Uh, Tavares? Marner. Marner has 50, well, I, had I think. Uh, or just a let me get that. I had no. I have it right in front of me. Just give oh. me a sec. Uh, hold on. Hate NHL.com. I do this to myself every time. Uh, Marner, 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 Marner. Where are you? He I has fifty. It. He's got fifty. Yeah. Yeah, he does fifty on the spot. Thirty-eight assists. He's got over an assist a game. Yeah. It's uh. He he's doing it. He's he's making plays, but um, that I think the best play of the night though had to be the Tavares one where he passed it to Mar. Um, it was, it was no sorry to Riley. Riley, right? Oh my God, I can't Which even one? think of it. The one where Tavares put got it be, put it between his feet, and he passed it over. Um, crap! Why don't I remember the play? I bl- probably blacked out because it was so nice. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I, I guess he did. Um, I, I keep remembering his his behind the back pass to um, uh, what's his name yesterday to Marner. Yeah, there's just so many of them that you're just like, holy crap! Yeah, it was the one to Riley. Like, he throws a ridiculous amount of just oh, unbelievable. Yeah, so Johnson passed like did a nice like turnaround pass it to Tavares. And then he went. It went. He went between his skates, and then he passed over to Riley, who roofed it. I'm bringing. Yeah, right now they're playing like the freaking. Uh, the offense is clicking on all cylinders. They're playing like the Globetrotters. Well, it's just it's just a matter of when they do. When do they decide to like flip the switch and 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 go off? It's just just yeah. nice to know that like when they actually pick it up offensively, they're just gonna and fucking Nylander doesn't even have a goal yet. Although he was buzzing today. I really liked his effort today. Why? There was one shift where he had, like, if Willie was at top form, he would have taken that shot that goes, like, opposite corner posting in. I also have a uh, hot take that he might be, him and Connor McDavid might be the best at zone entries in the entire uh, uh, entire league. I will say he's on. 
He's easily the best on the Leafs oh, he at is. entering the zone. It's because yeah. he people people are are crapping on him. He is by far the Leafs' best puck handler on the team. Like oh yeah, he's got the best hands on the team. I I like that we have a player that's not just going to rely on stretch passes to move the puck. Yeah, he can bring it up himself. Yeah, it's and it's also I, nice having uh, the fastest skater in the league. Yeah, it's uh, they're on the same line tonight too. That for like. A period, maybe. Yeah, well, first 30 seconds. You begin to realize just how fast Kapanen is when you just watch him skate against tired guys. It's like, are these guys fucking standing still? I think he went against Cronwall, that fucking old bastard, <laughs> and he just torched him. It was so, it was comedy to watch. Nylander torched him too a couple of times. Good. Screw him. He was flying in overtime, Kapanen, like, setting yeah, up that. He, he was yeah, all he kind of deserved, he deserved that that winner. Oh, yeah, you're, he was just buzzing. You were just waiting for it to happen. Yeah, Trevor Moore was buzzing too. I mean, a lot of the leaves. Even I remember um, one shift. I was like, "Holy crap, Marlowe!" Like he he almost turnstiled a guy trying to get to the puck. It was like a fifty fifty puck in the neutral zone going over the blue line. Yeah, the he, Leafs of the yeah. Leafs are getting like very Tampa y in the fact that they can just develop these random guys into quality forwards. Like, Trevor Moore looks like an NHL player. He was fantastic. He only played, like, he played, like, what, six, seven minutes? But he was... Yeah, he, he, well. he was... He had a really nice assist. He was jumping out there. He had one where he just blew down... Blew the last guy on the right side. He he beat him clean. That was great. And then you got other guys in the Marlies that are probably going to step up. Guys like Brocco. I mean, I know some people have overreacted about how good they think Brocco would be. Uh, um, but I think he could play in the NHL. I think Grundstrom could play in the NHL. Um, who else is there? There's a, there's a couple guys down there. Grundstrom will be up next year, I would think. Marchman's another one he, that's getting a lot of uh, looks right now. People are, yeah, because I, I kind of like the physical aspect of his game. Yeah. He can't skate as well as most guys, though, and that's his issue. Because he's got to get the skating up the bar. I mean, what six foot four, two hundred pound player can skate like the wind? Oh, no, I understand, but oh, Pierre Engvall can skate very well. Uh, he's not two hundred pounds, though, is he? Good skating man I've ever seen. Yeah, there's no way he's six four, two hundred twenty oh, no, pounds. I don't know how heavy he is, but he's six four, and his stride is beautiful. That's not everybody, and Mason Marchment isn't a scorer that grew up in Europe and did a lot of skating work. I mean, he's well, Todd Would you look at that? <laughs> just, so, just pulling these guys out of our ass. Yeah, yeah, he's 192 pounds. That's pretty. So, that's pretty. Thin for later. Two six four. Yeah, but he's also a Swedish forward, so they don't really. I don't think they'd force you to pack on the weight as much, unless you're in. He was in second flight too on Mora until he came over to the Marlies. Yeah, I saw that. I, I still don't know why people keep uh, saying that. Like, um, they had um, Brian Burke talk about how uh, Gabriel Landeskog is not like a Swedish player because he's so physical. But, like, Sweden has developed, like, a lot of really good power forwards. They've also like, developed Ron Wall, who's one of the hardest-hitting defensemen of all time. Oh yeah, he he literally just crushes people's. They yeah. friggin' have a you use him as a verb. Get Cronwald. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, 
Didn't he destroy Andre Palat earlier this season, or was it somebody else on the sideboard? Uh, I mean, he's destroyed a, a lot of people, but um, I'm not sure exactly who it was. That's a bit of a problem if you get lit up by Cronwall at his age now. Oh, oh by the way, the AHL.com website says Engvall is 6'5", 214. Which Ooh. I don't believe. I don't know which one. Like him, I maybe they're more accurate than hockey elite elite prospects. I don't know. I mean, I would trust a league's site over elite prospects, and I love elite prospects. Yeah, it's good. Elite site. prospects is a little weird. Like sometimes them and hockey DB will have conflicting heights and weights for guys, and as well as like birth places. So it's best to check the team website for that stuff. But generally they're in the ballpark when it comes to weight height might be a little different. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? Moore is a lot smaller than I thought he like, he like, plays a lot bigger than he is. Like he doesn't mind getting into the corners and doing that, but yeah, what he's is he, only like five ten or something like that. Five ten, five eleven, somewhere around there. Yeah. That sounds about right. So yeah, he only played yeah. about five minutes tonight. So like, I'm not gonna like it was a good good five minutes. It's not like he looked out of place, which is what you want to see out oh, of this team. Look at that! Zach Boychuk followed me for like the tenth time this year. <laughs> that guy follows everybody. He's like Jose Batista. Yeah, I don't. Uh, anyway, sorry. I don't want to distract you. That was just came up real quick. Oh, I find that hilarious. So that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I want to bring this up because this will kind of tie into our – because I doubt we're going to have another episode before New Year's. But uh, before the – this is a tweet by John Shannon, which uh, I it was a good one by John. Before the before the break, uh, if the playoffs started today, in the East it would be Washington versus Montreal, Columbus versus Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay versus Boston, Toronto versus Buffalo – that would be excellent. So let's start with that first before I get into the West, because the West is even better. Um, the fact that Montreal is a playoff team right now makes me laugh a little bit. I mean, <laughs> they they've they look better than last season, that's for sure. Well, that's not saying a lot. That's um, <laughs> true. Like, you can't get they any worse. They have like 73 points. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. So, uh, I'm not convinced about their what they have up front, and their back end is just. I don't like. I I can name like what four defensemen on the Habs right now. You got Weber, Petrie, Mete's up now. I think Juleson is there. Like, I don't know. Like Montreal is just a team where I'm not convinced. That I, they, they just lack talent. Like I just think they lack talent. Yeah, their their forwards are better. Like Domi has been really good for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that. What a hell of a trade. I to be honest, I gotta eat crow on that. I was like, what the hell are you doing? And he just looks so did. good. Everyone did. Like the guy had what eight goals last year. And the thing is, I like Max Domi too. So yeah. It's not the Max. Fuck Arizona. Was a fuck player. Arizona. It, the Arizona. Montreal at the time was trading their best center for a winger that never played center before. It was the Drew End thing all over again. Except it works. Can, I'm gonna have a yep. bit. This is gonna be a bit of a hot take for me here. But do, do you think playing in an actual hockey market has an impact on how these players perform? Yes. I think for Domi it does. Like yeah. A guy like Domi, I think Stroma is gonna play better in Chicago. 
Um, who else is Arizona just trade away? Like Duclair has done a, a bit better in Columbus than they traded. Uh, what's the guy's name? The other guy with Strom. Oh, Perlini. Uh, Perlini. Perlini. Yeah. yeah. Like big names. Like, at least for why? Why are you drafting these guys with like like not even like like late first? Like this is like a top three pick and a top four pick in Strom that you're just trading away. For a guy who's to be like, fair, Nick Schmaltz has had a really nice impact for them. He has. It just speaks to how they just miss mismanage, like how they like what they wanted to do. Like the only guy I like on Arizona right now is Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. I like Nick Schmaltz too. Yeah. I, I actually I think he's been like their their best forward. Yeah, I think so far he you can you can late lately yeah I think you can make that point. By the way, I believe Clayton Keller has like. 19 points. Yeah, he's not doing so hot. Um, no, I think he has more than that. Uh, maybe. I think I he had like 16 like a couple weeks ago. He has 26. Or not a couple weeks ago. 26. He has what? 26. 26. Oh, wow. Has he been on fire or something? He did Thank have you. a – he had a bit of a hot stretch uh, the last little bit. I had him in fantasy when he was on a little, little hot had- streak. Three points tonight because I have them in fantasy. You want to hear the saddest thing, Jake and Austin? What's that? Dion Phaneuf. So Dion Phaneuf was put on the IR the other day. Could have just stopped at Dion Phaneuf. Um, what team is he even on? He's on LA. All right. So is. if you want to, if you want to know why LA is doing so shit and why their offense is so bad, Dion Phaneuf has one point in 32 games. Wasn't the one point against us or against Ottawa or something? It was against us. Yeah. Right. Goals. Yeah. Yeah, he has in the, that was in the game that we won like fucking nine one or something, right? He, well, we originally thought he scored it and then it hit somebody in front. So he's one on net. So if the you... first shot I think he's he's thrown on net and has an injured Joffrey Lupel. <laughs> Remember that? When he oh freaking hit him right in the forearm, I was like, Oh my god. Circle. They should have played that, uh, you know, the circus music, like. I'll put that together after we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, let's look at the other ones: Columbus, Pittsburgh. I'm like, first of all, the fact that Pittsburgh is in a playoff position uh, shows why. Just speaks to the absolute crap that is the Atlantic Division. The Metropolitan Division. You mean. Metro, Metro. Sorry. The Atlantic is phenomenal. Or you mean the division they're gonna have to re they're gonna have to rename when they name Seattle the Metropolitan? Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Or it was the Metro, but like, what would you be able to call it from the old one? Because the Atlantic didn't change when the no. division realignment happened. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say, just to back up Jake's point, the Buffalo Sabers would be tied with the Capitals for top in the Metro. And both will yeah, but, in the yeah. Atlantic. I think there's only three contenders out east, and I think it's Toronto, Washington, and Tampa Bay. I think everybody else is frauds. Oh, yeah. Like, Columbus is probably the biggest. Frauds. Player. They allowed nine goals to Calgary. Next. Um, like, Pittsburgh, you know that they're not. Like, Their defense sucks, and goaltending sucks. Next. Well, yeah, I mean, Murray's Boston. I know what Jake's going to say about Boston. <laughs> One line. Next. Montreal. <laughs> Uh, are you kidding me? Next. Um, Buff- and then there's Buffalo. Buffalo. Who 
actually have one line and a 31-year-old first-time starter who hasn't who has not even had over 50 games yet. Yeah. But the thing is, I actually hope I actually hope Buffalo gets third because I want to play them. I want seven home games. I do. That'd be a really fun series. I'd go pay for a playoff game in Buffalo. That sounds unreal. Yeah, oh yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. It'd be great. Then they then they'd uh then there would be like ninety percent Leafs fans and then their fan base would get into fights about each other They're like, but but I made I made so much money on my season seats. And then yeah. they're like, but you're a fake fan. They're like, no I'm not That's like, yeah, uh, wanna go buy games and get locked up by Leaf fans and have to go watch a viewing party at the uh, Buffalo Bison Stadium across the street. Oof. <laughs> in uh, the baseball field. Uh, yeah. Tampa's 9-0-1 in their last 10. Kill uh, me now. So, they sat in the baseball field and they're still owned by Toronto. One team, yep. one team I think that will overtake like a team like Montreal is Florida. Nah, Florida sucks. Stop it. But they're not Florida, They're not worse than Montreal. Been, but if they can keep there's five, there's five teams in the East and the rest is trash. Or five teams yeah, in the Atlantic, is. and the rest is trash. But someone has to make the playoffs. What? But teams have, like, someone's... No, gonna... I'm saying in the Atlantic. There's five good teams in the Atlantic. The rest are trash. Yeah. Florida's got 36 points. They're done. Detroit, don't even get me started. And Ottawa, <laughs> can't stop a freaking beach ball. Yeah, that's bad. All right. They got waxed by the Devils. Yeah, they did. Ooh, Taylor Hong, Kyle Palmieri. Oof. Just crushed them, like pretty bad. Let's. I want to bring up the West ones because I think these matchups are fire. So you'd have Winnipeg, Edmonton. That would be fun. Oh, Winnipeg would destroy them. I. That would be a fun. That would be a gentleman sweep. That's my my favorite statement. Gentleman sweep. I'm gonna go. (laughs) So the next one, because this is the Pacific one, Calgary, Anaheim. Anaheim will lose that one, I think, because four. Anaheim's in a playoff spot. John Gibson's really putting in overtime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their goal differential's minus 14. And, and they're in a playoff spot. <laughs> and uh, the Pacific is crazy. San Jose and Vegas. That's fun. Rematch. That'll be fun, yeah. I think that would be a fun series. And then this is the best one. Nashville, Colorado. <laughs> in the first round. That would be a rematch of last year. Oh, wait, how does that work, though? Oh, because they're both in the central. Fuck, that's bad. Yeah. Oh. It's it's bad that like Nashville is second and they'd have to face Col and Colorado I mean Colorado, as good as their scoring has been, their defense, holy crap. Like hun- like I know Varlamov has had a pretty brutal season. He sucks. So I, I like people giving praise. I don't know. I don't know why they don't play. Uh, what's the guy? Uh, the German Gr- Grubauer. Why don't they play they him have, more? They have been actually. I think they've been like. Uh, I think oh, is Varlamov pulled up now? Oh, he's he's been he he's not been good for them this season. Man, couldn't have happened to a better human being either. <laughs> yeah. Not a complete piece of trash. Yeah, he'll be he'll be gone after this contract anyways. Like, this guy's had injuries, too. Like, I don't even know how he still has uh, I mean, he has... I think they signed him to his this his current deal. Yeah, right now... <sighs> Varlamov has a .913 save percentage, 2.79 goals against. Grubauer has not made him much better. 3.16 goals against and a .900 save percentage. 
man. Nashville will That's eat not good. Nashville will eat them to lunch. Yeah. Um, in that series. And Reno playing well. And they don't even have Forsberg in the lineup right now. <laughs> no Forsberg, no Subban. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guys. guy. EK yeah. Subban. <laughs> Forgot about him. Yeah, forget about the number like their number one defenseman. Well, their defense is just silly. I mean, Subban goes out, you replace him with Ryan Ellis on the top pair. Yossi goes down, you replace him with Matias Ekholm. Like, it's just yeah. so good. Yeah, they're they're deep, and they have Tolvanen who who should be up for the playoffs. He's probably going to absolutely light the world on fire in the World Juniors. Yeah, he, we're, we're if he doesn't to that. top three in scoring, I would be very. Surprised. I think he's got the best shot of a player not in the NHL. I wouldn't disagree we both with that one. Higher than Tippett when we did our draft rankings a couple of years ago. Yep. For a reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like uh, what? We're gonna we're gonna get back to the Leafs here because I I want to know if you had one wish. You you had one New Year's wish, Christmas, New Year's, whatever you want to go about it. Yeah, one wish for the Leafs. What would it be? You only get one. Okay, it's easy. Get Colton Pareko. Okay. Without giving up Kapanen. That's that's the key. Like people people are so easy to throw away Kapanen. Like look, Pareko would be worth it. But you look. Uh, he. he uh, like, think, talking about offer sheets, I would actually offer sheet him if I was another team. That's who, yeah, like he's so he's so good. That's probably the only one that makes sense. Why offer sheet the big guns when you can go? I, that's what San Jose did to Chicago. They offer sheeted Jarmolson, and then it forced them to get rid of like a, a Niemi, I think, at the time or something like that. Yeah, they uh, shook Niemi free. So like, I don't I don't get why people think. Offer sheeting the best player is the strategy when you don't offer sheet the best player. You offer sheet the other guy. The compensation, I what would you give Cappy? Four million, Jake, if you're offer sheeting? Uh, more than that. If the Leafs, I'd match that. Four million? I, I mean, to get him, I'd give him like four, seven, five, five. He's going to have 30 goals. Mm-hmm. He will. Um, yeah, I, I'm, uh, so, okay, Austin, what was your wish? Oh, uh, for Timothy Lilligren to get better. <laughs> so you mean healthy? Yeah, yeah healthy Timothy Lilligren, because I'd like to see him push for a, uh, elite roster spot at some point in the new year. And high ankle sprains, I mean, you, you feel for him because he lost a good portion of his year for his draft. Not because of body injuries, but just because of illness. But, I mean, he's got one year under him now. Not even half a season in, he's injured again. And my ankle sprains are nothing to screw around with. So, hopefully he gets back and he's good to go. Because it's unfortunate hearing stuff like that after the fact. Like, uh, who was it? Babcock or Dubas? It was like, oh, we were hoping he was going to make a make a push for the NHL this year. It was like, come on. I, when I see Marn Merchant on the ice, I, I just like, I'm like... Seriously, I would rather just play the young guy. I'd rather play four guys. <laughs> Bring Tom Sestito up and only use him for punching people in the face. He just yeah. sits on the, unless there's a fight. 
Fordham Sestito. Um, He's so bad. <laughs> he was the guy that got chirped by Brad Richards in uh in twenty four seven, right? I think so. I think so. Yeah. What did they he call? It? Oh, fantasy camp. That was great. Oh that yeah, was, that was a that was the best chirp I've ever heard. Wasn't he just like enjoy your fifteen minutes and then just no? He's like, this is a fantasy camp for you. Oh god. <laughs> he's like, just got called up, eh? This is fantasy camp for you. Oh. Like, oh my god, he has a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my wish. My wish is they finally saw make a move for a defenseman. Yeah, me too. Like that's that's the only thing. You sh- don't worry about like up front, they're fine. I don't like yeah, ha- not having Ennis and Hyman means you have to explore your depth a little bit, but we just they <laughs> just prove that they can last without like not having Hyman the last two games, there's nothing I miss really. Maybe, you know, the times where, you know, he can create a little bit of space for a guy like Tavares and Marner. But, like, they, they see, they're they fine. Like, they don't. Wait, so Ennis and Hyman are out. Who yeah. are the two forwards that are in? Uh, Gauthier and Moore. Oh, Goat. I keep forgetting that. Oh, God. So he's, so he's going to have to come this? out? Will he have to come out when Hyman's back? Or not, uh, when Hyman's back? Well, it's probably gonna be more because he can put put on. He can be. All oh, right, out. isn't Hyman out like three weeks? Yeah, I keep thinking he's still suspended. He's out three weeks. <laughs> yeah, and... he very quietly came back. And after... yeah, I don't. I don't even remember him coming back. Yeah, that's because of Zach Hyman. Like you're, you don't notice him. Yeah, because they very seamlessly replaced him with Andreas Janssen for the two games. Oh, so you mean skill can actually give you what you need rather than just grit? Ooh, didn't know that. Um, yeah, Ennis's broken ankle, so what, six weeks? Oh, he's, yeah, that's two months. Easy. Weeks. Broken ankle? Yeah. Did you that's see the play? Brutal. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Mo that that get, hit him with a wrist shot, and then a guy on the Rangers just pushed him, and that kind of just. Swide out block shots. <laughs> I or don't I think he I did block shots. I don't think he meant to do it. Based on the video, I don't think he meant to block the shot. I think it just kind of hit him. Um, yeah, but that's a tough. That's a tough one for Ennis, because I thought he was doing pretty well in that fourth line. Um, but no, don't worry, Freddie Gauthier. He's he's sniping guys. I actually saw him lift the puck out, off the ice. Yeah, it's crazy what what happens when you lift the puck. Time to be alive. Um. All right, guys. I know the Leafs are always number one, but during during the holiday season, there is nothing that grabs my attention more than the World Juniors. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've watched pre-tournament games with as much excitement as right now. I wish they would actually show them. Yeah, they're That'd on be TSN. Nice. TSN showing them. I don't get TSN. Well, that's because you don't ask a friend how to do it. I mean, I guess I could, but I'd have to watch it on my computer. Yeah, that's that's how that's how millennials do it nowadays. I guess so. There's nothing. I can't there. watch it on my iPad. Oh, that's true because TSN doesn't have an iPad app, do, do they? Oh my oh. God! Did you see that? A Canadian fan got an autograph from a Finnish player when he was in the box. Oh. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. 
I, I'm yeah. just, I just been, I have in front of me on Twitter the GIF loop of uh, Tolvanen just roofing it on Ian Scott. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> shot. Like can't, like Canada just gives him space. It's like Tarasenko. Like, what are he you? He also doing? had unreal pivot to get his shooting spot there. Yeah. Well, he turned around, but like, who is that? Number six. I can't even. I can't even see the jersey. What Dobson? Oh, is it Dobson? Yeah. Well, Dobson's not really meant to be a defensive defenseman, so he's also only eighteen. He's one of the younger guys here in the tournament. Okay. Well, this is the thing. So Canada, um, obviously only one returning player from last year. That was, that is Maxime Comtois from. Uh, he played in Anaheim. Dominant. I I will say that Canada's strength will definitely be its power play because it looks yeah. like fire. Um, their defense though, oof. Um, what a weird. I'm oh. just looking forward to watching these uh, these draft eligible kids. I just don't have the time to watch them anymore. Um, like I want to watch Lafreniere. I want to watch Jack Hughes. It's kind of a shame Jack Hughes doesn't play in the OHL or in college yet. Like he plays in the U.S. under 18 program. Yeah. This is going to be his real. Like I, I still want to see the hype because I like they are talking like he's the next Austin Matthews, Jack Eichel. So I want to see this talent on display. And this is the tournament to do it. That's why I love the tournament. Well, yeah, the, this tournament is probably. It used to be a lot more prominent for the draft eligible guys, but now it's kind of turning into like guys who have already been drafted that are, are kind of just showing their development. Like I look at Canada, they only have two guys who haven't been drafted, and that's uh, Leeson and uh, Lafreniere. Canada used to have a lot of guys that were looking to draft. Like I look back to the years when Tavares, uh, obviously McDavid, like. Canada's kind of gone away from it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, th- no, this tournament excites me because, I mean, for Canada, if you're a Leafs fan, you're, you're, you 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 want to see Joseph uh, – sorry, I was going to say Joseph Walt. Ian Scott continue what, what has been, like, a marvelous season for a Leafs prospect. Uh, I, I actually think if the season ended today, Ian Scott would be the CHL goalie of the year. Yeah, and undoubtedly. How many haven't I feel like his team has allowed like twenty goals all season. Ooh, the Raiders? Hmm. I only know that he has a nine four three save percentage. Which is ridiculous in juniors. Nine forty three. I mean, he's gotta go to the Marlies as soon as the thing ends, but considering they'll probably be in the Memorial Cup, what time does that end? Like May or something? Uh yeah, around May. Like at this point, I don't even know if the Marlies are gonna make the make the playoffs. They've been so inconsistent this like pretty bad at times. Like they've they've been better. Bracco's kind of turned things around a bit for them. But uh, I can tell you, Prince Albert has allowed seventy goals. And how season. many games? Like forty five. Thirty four. Holy smokes! That's freaking under two a game. Um, well. Just all about almost two to a game. The closest is let's see, eight is seventy five, and that's the Everett Silver Tips. 
Oh, okay, that's actually pretty close. But Prince Albert has also scored 165 goals, while Everett has 124. So, mm. they have an insane goal differential. Yeah. Um, oh, and Jake, they've only lost three games, two in regulation all season. Jesus Christ. That's, that's, uh, that's decent. Yeah. And, and, oh, this is, this one will get Brian Burke very happy. They are third. Most fights? Oh, they're, they're, they're up there. They're at 479 in Pims. Are the, do they also have the, they have to have the most, um, uh, just no celebration, no etc. celebration. Just to, just raise your hands and walk to the bench. Yeah. Guy's such a loser. <laughs> Act like you've been there before type of individual. I hate the. I, I actually hate those guys with a burning passion. Yeah. It's like this is not the '40s. We do things that are fun now. Maurice Richard's not going to snap a twig <laughs> over your head for celebrating too hard. Yeah, and if and if he does, like bring it. He probably was smoking cigars on the bench. Yeah. Dan McKee used to fat overweight on the fucking wall of the, the um, tunnel as he was walking out to the ice. It's a different time. Yeah, I mean, just the the picture that I can tell us to like Wayne Gretzky is undoubtedly the greatest player of all time, but he was heavily helped by his uh, era. Like, I just always look at that picture of Darren Pang standing next to Ben Bishop. It's like he had to go against freaking Darren Pang, who's like five six. Yeah, sure. And would just stand in a like straight, like his stick is up his ass. With his pads stacked together, and it covered like two feet of the net. Let's just say that times have certainly changed. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been hearing that save percentage for goalies are lower this year. Like yeah, the lowest yeah, they've tapered off equipment finally. I think that yeah, like look, I I not to the, I don't think it's you should get to the point where goalies don't feel safe. But, no, it's fine the way it is. Yeah, especially yeah. like the you know you look at like where the the pad like the padding around the arms, uh, the glove like the glove and block. It should be form fitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if if NHL players have a certain like obviously goalies are gonna look bigger and need to have more bulkiness to it, but um, I just I don't see the point of making goalies look like they're. Like massive, like they're like just, I, I've like I think Corey was it Corey Hirsch, used to do good yeah. segments on that, and he used to like do comparisons, and like how you can like take away certain areas and how like the significance of like how much coverage. It's the five hole and under and between the blocker and the shoulder pads. Yeah. Um, the best is. I've been, I've just been looking at stuff um, based on like the the goalie one. Like they, uh, they had Roberto Luongo on uh, on Thirty One Thoughts. I haven't f- finished the entire interview yet, but they asked him about the goaltending, like the shrinkage of the equipment, and whether that's contributing to how goalies have been performing. He says no. That's like ten percent of yeah, goal. Not- it's your it's your mentality. So obviously, if a goalie is not feeling right, the mentality. I mean, is players not... are also a lot better, but oh, I digress. He, 
He said that too. He says what guys are doing now, you would never see it. And this is a guy who's been around for, what, 20 seasons? Yeah, since at least 2000. So he's yeah. seen it. He's seen it all. He's seen how the, the... He's seen some things. Well, especially yeah. Roberto. That's for sure. He's gone <laughs> where guy's... no goalies have gone before. He's a legend. Yeah. But... Um... Florida twice. I want you. I want to ask you guys: Who's a player you're you're looking forward to watching in this tournament? At the World oh. Juniors? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, outside of Jack Hughes, outside of the obvious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of guys like uh, Jack Hughes and Alexi Lafreniere, I, I'm really looking forward to watching um, Cody Glass. Like, I, I yeah. feel like people don't. He doesn't get the hype he does, but. I saw, like, Jeff O'Neill tweeted, tweeted on Twitter um, that he said he just reminds him of Mark Shifley. And yeah. I'm just like, that's a really, really good comp. Yeah. And I kind of want to watch him because I feel like he's going to be one of the stars on this Canada team that should be should be pretty good. I, I, I don't know if they – would you consider them favorites? I guess Canada on home ice is always favorites, but – I wouldn't even yeah. think they are favorites. I think they're, like – Top three, like they'll be a medal contender. Uh, I feel like the Americans, or I mean, the Amer- basically all the five countries that usually are are in it, they're going to be special. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I got to talk to Cody Glass. We did the uh, prospect day for Tops a couple of years ago, and he's from Winnipeg, so he got to watch Shifley a lot. And I mean, he's a low key superstar, like Shifley. Like Shifley's becoming one of the best players in the league and he really didn't get a lot of credit for it until about last year. Yeah, Shifley, I, I like I like Shifley. Yeah. I mean I think I think he's a little bit of a wuss because he doesn't swear on the ice. He says frick. Like that oh. just so weird. He's a get her done. No, he's like he's like you frickin' missed the frickin' high stick. It's like all right, pal. How about you just use a curse word and drink a drink a shot of whiskey once in your life? Be normal. Uh, yeah, but no, I I like Mark Shifley. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm excited to see Glass as well. But um, I'm gonna be watching Sweden a lot. Uh, Rasmus Sandin. I want to see a little bit more of her Sandin. Rather screw up his name at least once a podcast. We'll keep that going. Yeah, I want to uh, see him too. I, I, I'm interested to see all the Leafs guys because yeah. I always thought that our our, uh, our prospect death has fell off after, I mean, obviously after they were so good, but I feel like the system is just still deeper than people think or people yeah. give it credit for. Interested in Sandin, but uh, the two guys I want to watch, other than the guys you've already stated, uh, Pontus Holmberg, who's been playing first line for Sweden. He was a sixth-round pick of the Leafs this past draft. And Philip Kroll, who's going to be playing for the Czech Republic, I believe. I don't know if he's still injured, but he's uh, he's going to be playing. We still have five guys going now. Now that Santa, or now that uh, Lilligren's not playing, I think it's uh, playing, the five guys are going to be Holmberg, Sandin, Kroll, Lilligren, and Rasinen, I believe. Oh, Millie Rasinen. Oh, Rasinen did. Oh, all right, Rasinen's finally going. No, for he... the majority of this, he's in the KHL, so he I didn't think, go. I don't think he went. No, um, but yeah, that those two guys are going to be interesting because they're depth picks, but they were guys, especially Crawl, that a lot of uh, people that were into the draft thought was a really good depth pick for the Leafs. And he's been injured with Spokane this season, so we haven't really gotten to see what he can do. 
it'll be good to see him against top talent. Yeah, I mean, other than Scott and Glass, those two guys are gonna be big. I I, I think Scott is the better choice as the. I don't gonna take the Leaf bias out of here. Just I think yeah. his game translate better in a tournament like this than I don't know. I I always watch whenever I watch DiPietro. I've seen him like six times. He just reminds me of Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. He just seems so herky jerky. Seems like he's not. It seems like he's so out of control all the time. Kind of reminds me of Sparks in that respect. Sparks, McElhenney, he's just all over the place, but he makes saves still. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. And to be fair to DiPietro, I have not never watched Ian Scott lives or play a live game. So he's very confident, like almost scary he doesn't as words i'm wondering if, if he can have like a carter hart type of uh, rise i'm trying to think when's the last time the leafs have had a highly rated goaltending prospect justin pogey yeah and tuka that's pretty much the last time that was over 10 years ago too so the last one was probably oh god reimer maybe reimer he was just Reimer was in the ECHL. I wouldn't say a t- high yeah, end prospect, but he's exactly that's that was our high end prospect for the leap and goal. Well, and I think I mean Joseph Wall was given some uh, yep. consideration too when he was drafted. So, oh yeah, he's gonna oh, be good. about Joseph Wall. Okay, he's twenty now, so he can't play in the tournament. Yep, but he played in two World Juniors. He just didn't start. Very much in the first one, so is what it is. Uh, he's he's been killing it. Have you guys seen his stats in NCAA? I, he got no. Off, he got he, off, he started like, off slow. BC kind of started, started slow. off really slow. He had like an eighty-seven save percentage. He's up to a ninety-two save percentage now. Oh, point nine three two. Killing. Wow. Yeah, nine three two. Holy hell! Wow. He's gotten better since the last time I checked. Because yeah, I looked. I what looked is BC up. now? They started off like five and five. What's their record? Uh, I don't even know. BC had an awful start, especially since they have uh, Wallstrom on the team. Like they have a good squad. I mean, they're freaking loaded. They like recruit better than everybody. Eat everyone. <laughs> yeah, they have. They they always have like the most drafted players in the NA in. Uh, of the NCAA, either them or or uh, Michigan always always has like ten guys. North Dakota is usually a good one. Yeah, North Dakota. Um, For like, if I was uh, going to play strictly hockey and like had no interest in getting an education, I'd probably go to North Dakota. I mean, you know better than us, so yeah. Um, yeah. B- oh wow, BC six six and two. Wow. And Scott's still doing that well. That's impressive. Or Wall, yeah. rather. Yeah, Joseph Wall. Uh, let's see. They're doing really well in the conference. It's just away from. I mean, I mean, they play. They play in the hardest conference in the league, in the country. So they lost both game. They lost their first. They won their first game eight one. I don't even again. And then they lost one, two, three, four, five, five in a row. Wow. Then they, yeah, they lost to Quinnipiac. Hell yeah, baby. Oh, they won nothing. But um, Oh, wow. Big, big performance. With St. Cloud State. Jake, how good is St. Cloud State? They crushed them 7 nothing. 
Ryan Paling, yeah, I think he does. They beat they beat BU and they have ties in the NCAA. Yeah, they don't go to shootouts. Oh, oh. they have five minute overtime and there's no shootouts. Have you seen um, Keandre Miller's performance in the NCAA too? While I'm on that, he is crushing it. My one of my friends is a is a um, big Rangers fan. He was super pumped about him. I, I that's why I wanted the Leafs to take in the first round, but obviously yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't we're, have we're, the, uh, the ability to. Where did he Hold fall? Hey, Montreal. He went, know. he went like two picks before the Leafs' original pick. He went 22nd. They traded back. Uh, let's see. Keandre Miller. Yeah. Oh, sorry. New York. The Rangers. 22. Yeah, New York. Yeah. He has, he has 17 points in 18 games with Wisconsin this year. As a defenseman. Yeah. As a, as freshman. a freshman defenseman. <laughs> no, this is his first it, NCAA it season. Game. This is his first season in with Winsco. Yeah, I know. Yep, he was in the U.S. Development Program. Yeah, this is freshman. his first. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Freshman, sophomore, yeah, junior, senior. I always forget that. We don't. We don't. We're not as fancy with our terms up here in Canada, Jake. No, we just go by years. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah, freshman, first year. Sorry, but um. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this term. I think the fact that Canada's not the overwhelming favorite just makes it it gives a little more excitement to it, let's just say that. Yeah. Uh gentlemen, do we have any other notes before we, we end? Any final Leafs World Juniors thoughts? Canada. Go go Canada. Jake, you got anything else you wanna add? Uh no yeah pretty much uh yeah go Canada too hopefully hopefully a good one I think I think it'll be a good one this one's gonna have a good crowd I think it's in Victoria for most yeah they always do well there is they haven't been in Victoria since Canada won with Pogi oh wow sure. they I'm actually have sure uh, that was Victoria or it was B- they Victoria actually have bet they actually have betting uh betting odds for the games. Uh, the World Juniors. Ooh. Uh, Canada, Canada's. Um, they are. This is. Uh, this has to be a joke. They're seven and a half goal favorites over Denmark. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people that think Denmark's going to finish like just ahead of the relegation. Good lord! Then Russia's four and a half goal favorites over uh, Denmark. Yeah, it's just one of those years where Denmark's going to have a down year, but they've been fantastic a lot. I time. mean, all those all those smaller countries are pretty dependent on if they have produced an elite player. Like Switzerland, whenever they, they do, they have an elite player on their team. Like, they were good when they had Heischer. Then they were also good when they had, um, uh, what's the guy that's on the Sharks? Oh, uh, Niederreiter, Timo Meyer. Like, if they always have one or two star players, they could carry it because – I mean, if they just have one line that can score them goals, they'll at least be in games. Yeah, that, the, it, I think the yeah, – I mean, I, there's always going to be the over, overwhelming favorites, and then you'll get the odd team that's going to try to prove – it's funny how Switzerland just, like, sucks up to Canada. Just like, oh, we'd love to be like Canada. It's just like, well, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you got to play that clip again. I, I love that. They're like, 
Yeah, I'll yeah, the, the Swiss coach, you got to find that. That's so funny. He's like, oh, Canada better, and uh, they're stronger, shoot better, fast better, skate better. They're just they're, uh, they're just better. One of the least guys, Dave Nastico has it uh, pinned to his Twitter page. If you look Yeah, him. it's so funny. I love, I love seeing that. Cause that's that's how I, it always reminds me because he it's pinned on his thing. Oh, yeah. do you, I think I found it right here. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. This is from this is from earlier this year from Jeremy first, right? Yeah, yeah I was in uh, Canada. I was gonna play Switzerland in the semifinal or yeah. quarterfinal. Uh, <laughs> they yeah. have they have what uh, ten first rounders, and the only one uh, in fourth round was uh, NHL this year. We have one fourth rounder. <laughs> All right, here. I'll, I'll play the clip, see if it works. It's brutally honest. Let's see if it works. Canada in the quarterfinals, what sort of game are you expecting there? Like uh, <laughs> a, a Canada team who uh, dominates us again, and we try to uh, hold against. What did you learn about them in the pre-tournament game you played? Learn uh, that we are far <laughs> away from them still. They're uh, faster, they're bigger, they're stronger, they can shoot better, they can pass better, they can do everything better. So is this what you'll tell your team? Like, what do you say to your team? <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> I love and and, we, and uh, to, uh, try to fight like against. What, we, what, what I want to say, As, you know, they have like, uh, I don't know, how many uh, other first rounders they have? How many? Seven. Huh? Seven. And the rest in the second round? Yeah. Huh? And one in the fourth round who play like uh, the most NHL game so far? Yeah. So what I want to tell against? <laughs> <laughs> we just battle, battle, and try to battle. We have one in the fourth round, too. One. And the rest is not drafted. Is it good, though, that you can kind of be the underdog and no pressure? Well, the pressure, I don't know that word, pressure. We don't have pressure at all. That guy's my uh, hero. That, that, so that might have been the... That might, thank God, you know thank it's you good when that. you just answer every question with... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that was our Christmas gift to a whole of our, of our, of our listeners there. That, that still gets me when he goes, Pfft. Every yeah. time. <laughs> they, they have what? Like, they have what? Seven first rounders? First, rest in second round, mm-hmm. and the only one in the fourth round played the most NHL games? We have one fourth rounder. <laughs> rest undrafted. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah. good. And I, I'm pretty sure they pumped them, too. Uh, when they beat them like played. eight. So sad. I think Switzerland actually scored the first goal in that game, and it was like, oh my god. Uh, Oh, the reverse psychology word. It all went downhill. Yeah. And then what happened? Exactly. Um, Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, Well, while we finish off on a really high note, (laughs) might as well stop it there. Want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, have a Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas, however you say it now. I find happy it, Christmas as well. F- find it weird hearing Happy Christmas. Uh, have a Happy New Year because, I mean, you might get one in before. We'll see. But um, if we don't, have a Happy New Year. Uh, hope you enjoy the World Juniors. We get the Leafs off for the next couple of days and they're back on Boxing Day. Raptors are off too. They actually need the, the time off. Oh. They're just they like half their rotation is injured for God's sakes. Yeah, and they and they're still winning. Like, yeah, okay. I know. Exactly. I mean, I didn't expect them to win against Philly, considering they're missing like three of their best rotation players and uh, one of the best players in the entire league. But uh, yeah, they will be. Um, 
No, it's gonna be a good good 2019. I think uh, I'm that's that's my prediction. Good 2019. Hopefully, you're right. Well, it's, two PM games coming up soon too. Yep, definitely. Um, with that, we'll end it there, and we'll be back maybe in New Year. And until then, enjoy your holiday season. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.